Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to, uh, well, a new episode of Chat with Papa Joe. I know it's been a long time, and all I can say, bitches, is I'm back. All right, folks. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I know it's been a long time. I know it's been a very long time. And no, I didn't give up. No, I didn't surrender. <laughs> that is not something that we do, that we do around here. However, like one thing that we do try to uh, get across to, to the youngins, you know, and then we always talk talk about raising the youngins, is sometimes you got to make some priorities. And some folks have called and they said they needed something. I went and I did it. And then I am fire chief and I'm on city council here in this little tiny town, tiny, tiny town that I'm in. So don't go freaking out. No, I'm not a major politician or nothing, but it took some time to do it right. And I say all that not to brag, but what I want y'all to know and I want the kids to know and I want people to know is, yeah, you got to put your money where your mouth is. And I talk and you've heard me talk before. If you don't like how things are, you step up and you you get into it. And sometimes that does mean you got to get into you got to get into the the thick of it in public. All right. If you ain't mad enough to do that, then you ain't mad enough to make YouTube videos and Facebook videos and all that stuff that, hey, well, the government does this and people do that. Well, step up, put your name on the ballot. All right, motherfucker. Step up and do that. It it means you're going to have to put something down. It means you're going to have to step off of social media for a while. And, and maybe not for a day or two, maybe not for a week or two, maybe a freaking year. But you're going to have to do it and get out there. And, and and folks don't like a lot of what I say, and some folks do like it. And, you know, and that's just, that's how it is. But I'm doing the best I can, and I'm putting it out there, and I'm learning some lessons. And I'm learning that one of the biggest things I'm learning is just because it's important to me doesn't mean it's important to everybody. I sit here in my little closet, and I look around, and I get all my really cool shit and and I can say what I want and do what I want, and I can come up with all kinds of dreams. And when I was truck driving, boy, I had all the answers. And when I was on the ships and when I was with the Marine Corps, we could sit around and talk, and after a few beers and everything, we could figure out all the answers. It ain't that easy when you're up there, and then it's time to put pencil to paper and do it for the masses. But I'm back. I'm back, and I know I've probably lost some followers, but I'll I'll get them back. You know, and we got a lot of stuff going on here. And yeah, Grammy ain't too happy with the way things are going, but she also understands. You ain't all you ain't always gonna be happy. And she don't like being the fire chief's wife. She don't like being the city councilman's wife. Because man, that comes with a lot of bullshit. So if y'all got anything, if y'all wanna do anything, say a prayer for her, because I know it ain't easy for her. She gotta put up with my ass and she gotta put up with what what's going on. And so we're we're going to get right down to it, and, and we're going to open this back up, and we're going to do like a little mini-series, a little mini-rants about stuff, and, and I hope you all find the common theme to this stuff. One of the things I've learned in the past year, year and a half, is, is the key to everything in life, the key to everything that's going on around us, and the manipulation of what, what has been happening in this world, what has actually been happening is a manipulation of words. Words mean something, folks. Words really, really, and they have to mean something. I mean, that's that's communication, right? Like we've talked before. What what are your 
your main three ways of getting around in life or your main three ways of communicating, you know, or, or getting around with artillery in the Marine Corps. I've learned it in, in the Marine Corps. God bless them. They've learned to make it simple. Look it. Look, it's what you do. Shoot, move, and communicate. Any one of those three things breaks down or any one of those three things gets corrupted or changed and you've lost your mission. You're done. You can't move on. You, you've lost your everything from credibility to your, your space in the battlefield to your ability to get your logistics. That, that's, that, that, that has all come from that. And so communication is absolutely prudent. The marketers in this world, everything from the political marketers, and you've heard me talk talk about them before. You know what I talk about when I say political marketers? You all call them politicians. But your your political mar- marketers are people that, that pick up on the, that are able to move and shoot very strategically. And the way they do it is by manipulating the communication. And so we're going to talk a lot about that in the next, in the next weeks, maybe even the freaking year. Because apparently a lot of communication has been lost. Everything from what I found out in doing what I'm doing, the the communication starts very vague, very, very vague. We have enough. You don't need. People over here in town hall and people in my fire department have learned, don't ever tell me, do not ever tell me all you need. Don't don't use that phrase. All you need. All you need to know. No, mm-mm-mm. Once you say that, I stop everything. I don't care. I don't care if we're on a fire scene. I don't care if there's somebody hanging out a building. I don't care if we're voting on something at City Hall. Once you say all you need, it, it stops right there. I've learned that lesson. I learned it the hard way, and, and I encourage you all to do that stuff. But what here's one of the things that we're going to get into is words have specific meaning. And we talk about definitions and all that stuff, and people go, well, the definition of... And you should know, and the science says, and the Dexters are, the Dexters, who the hell am I? The Webster's Dictionary definition of, let me ask you, I want you all to stop and look around. If I ask you for a Webster's Dictionary, where is it? Where? Look around and find what? Not Google, not an app that says I'm a dictionary. The actual wordage and verbiage of Webster's Dictionary. Because we're we're working around things in life, and we're saying the definition of and the meaning of, and when you say this, you mean that. Dude, if you ain't got a dictionary around, don't tell me about meaning, all right? Meaning and intent and all that stuff has to be brought together. But if your basis is meaning, and we're not teaching our kids meaning, and, and we're going to start out tonight by talking about a specific word. And we've kind of touched on it before, and I think I might have done an episode on this. But here's the thing. How about respect? This is the first one we're going to start out with, and here's why. I keep seeing this stuff come across, and I keep I, I, I keep having these, these encounters with people, both at City Hall, but also as raising kids, as raising boys. Declan is now 17 years old, and Declan is, 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 has Asperger's syndrome. He's a high-functioning autistic I am, but I'm not, I'm, I have Asperger's and it hasn't been, you know, I'm not at that same level on the spectrum as him, but I kind of understand as I'm watching him, we look at things in a very linear way. And when you say certain things, it should mean something. 
And so when you use the word respect, respect has has two different connotations that we tend to put into one. And one thing I'm very tired of seeing, and this is one thing that's really got my goat tonight. As a matter of fact, it's got my goat so much that I'm I'm, I'm four beers in it tonight. All right, that that's that that's the way it is. I, I'm I'm agitated about this. I keep seeing this thing. You can't get respect unless you give respect. I'm going to call bullshit on that one. I'm raising the bullshit flag. We're throwing bullshit out the window, and here's why. Society and communication and, and interaction revolves around two different things. First off, it revolves around social etiquette. There's certain rules that we have that says you will do this in these situations. If you put yourself in this situation, this is how you will conduct yourself. That social etiquette, those are the rules of our society. You don't break those rules. Those rules are those rules are set in place for a reason. And the reason reason is is so that you can accomplish what you're trying to accomplish and move on. And if there's a problem with those rules, there is a time and way to address it. Okay. The other thing is is those rules also revolve around feeling. And now our society now, and I'm I'm not getting on the old Gen X thing. I'm not jumping on the Gen X train. Gen X, you and me, we got some issues to work out because <laughs> I'm seeing what's coming across from Gen X and y'all is full of some bullshit. I grew up with y'all. I'm a Gen Xer. I know I've seen it. So don't be telling me, we drank out of the garden hose. Yeah. We're feral, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. I'm not getting on that train, but, 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 but there's some things that we need to keep in mind. And those things are that we do have to consider the feeling side of it. And so I think we've mislabeled respect for admiration. Don't get your respect up on admiration. Now, let's go back and, and, and wrap that up into, into one neat little bundle. Respect is a show of appropriateness, appropriate action, appropriate whatever interaction in accordance with your position in a conversation, your position in a situation. Respect, that, that's simply what it is. When we start looking at respect, respect is when, you, when, you're, when your mom talks, yes, ma'am. When your dad talks, yes, sir. When your boss says to do something, you do it. That is respect. That's all it is. It's the social rules. And if you don't like those social rules where your your boss, your supervisor, your senior person says to you to do something and you don't like how they say it, it doesn't matter. That side of real, true respect is the social etiquette and the social rules of the situation that says, I'm going to do it. If you don't like it, you become a supervisor. You take yourself out of the situation. If they break the rules of etiquette, there's nothing that says that you are now entitled to break the rules. I hear people all the time. Well, he talked to me in a rude way, so I'm going to show him. Now, you're, you, are, you are just as guilty as him. You are in the same level. You have no, res- no respect, no admiration, no nothing in my eyes. If your boss says to sweep the floor, you dirty maggot. Yeah, he broke the, he broke social etiquette. The fact that you turned around and told him that, hey, I'm not a dirty maggot. You are a son of a bitch. Now, you just went to his level. 
So in my eyes, as a third party, and, and we should be doing that. Did you see how he talked to me? Yeah, I saw how he talked to you, and I saw how you talked to him. You all both broke the rules. You both are guilty. You both are bad. So when it comes to respect, that's what respect is. Now, don't get that confused with admiration. When we start talking about, well, if you don't talk to me right, I'm not going to talk to you right. That comes from feeling, which is a feeling of admiration, a feeling of loyalty, a feeling of duty. If you want to go above and beyond, if your boss says, I would like you to work late, and you say, I will definitely work late, boss, because you have admiration and loyalty, and you have an understanding and a relationship, that's not respect, which is not to say it's not a good thing. That's definitely a very good thing, but don't say it's not respect. If your boss says you'll work late and you don't want to, but it's part of your contract, it's what you entered into, he told you that sometimes you're going to have to work late, and he may have broke some social etiquette when he told you that he may have been rude, crude, socially unacceptable. But don't ever get that confused with, well, you got to show respect to get respect. Bitch, you're working late. You can do it with tact and grace and style. And if you don't like that treatment, here's another word I'm going to throw in there for you. And this is a word I learned in the military, and I thought it was just a military word. I thought it was just part of the military system and, and all that stuff. You have the right to redress. That That is the point that you get to. That is what you, that is what breaks disrespect. When you are disrespected, when somebody breaks that social etiquette, that's what separates you from them. That's what makes you the better person. That's what makes you the stronger person is knowing that you, what your right to redress is. So when I see people out there saying, well, if you do this to me, I'll do that to you. To me, that's weakness and laziness. It really is. It's lazy because if your if your redress to something is to lash out and act like an imbecile, that's not social. You're you're on the same level as them. You've gained you've gained zero credibility in my world. So understand that you have respect. Respect is a social etiquette rule. When your boss says to do something in the mil and and to, and to put it plainly in the military, the E two says to the E one, "You'll do this. You will do this." The E3 says to the E2, you'll do this. The E2 does it. It doesn't matter how they say it, you will still do it. Now, the outcome will be different. Now, let me flip the script because that's what I do, right? I love doing that one. You're in a supervisory senior role. You're in the alpha dog role. You're in the alpha role in a situation. And I totally understand. You have to understand what you want out of people what you want done, what needs to be done, comes from your communication. You cannot demand respect and ask people to go above and beyond. That's not respect. You have to earn admiration. You have to earn that loyalty. If you don't do that, you can't say, well, my people didn't do this. Well, are you paying them to do this? Is that part of their job description? Did you specifically ask them to do that? Is it within their realm to ask people to go above and beyond and to expect people above and beyond? And we go and we and we do that a lot. We say, well, these people garner a lot of respect. No, they garner a lot of other things that you're grouping as respect. The ability to make people and to utilize people to say yes, sir and no, ma'am, and to get the basic functions done. 
Don't ever get that confused. You ask people to clock in early. Well, wait, when you hired them, you told them to work 7 to 3, 8 to 4, 9 to 5, and now you're telling them to come in early. Understand, they have a right to redress. And as the boss, you can do things, but doesn't mean you're going to get that outcome and you're not earning respect. Respect is if people meet the minimum. As the fire chief, if people meet the minimum at my fire department, all right, they show up, they do 14 hours a year of training, and they come to so many fire calls, then they are showing me proper respect. When I say pull a hose, they pull a hose. That's proper respect, okay? If I want people to go above and beyond then I need to earn their loyalty. I And that is where the relationship needs to be developed. It's not, it's no longer respect. If they show up when the tones drop and my people show up, that is respect. That is the ultimate respect right there. They showed up. Their job is to show up, put on turnout gear, jump in the truck, go there and wait until I tell them what to do. Good to go, right? They have shown me the ultimate respect. Now, is that getting the job done? Absolutely not. So think about that. If you're a supervisor, if you're a parent, the same thing. If your kid gets up in the morning, makes his bed, gets his breakfast, and goes to school, your kids are very respectful. What you are looking for in, in children and what I'm looking for in people in the workforce is, is to go above and beyond. That is not respect. Don't expect me as a senior level supervisor to show you respect because you worked extra hours. That's not how it works. If you did it voluntarily, you did it voluntarily because you are a solid worker. You don't have to do it, and you don't have to do it in the future. It's my job to jump on that and show my admiration for you, my loyalty to you, my loyalty to the team. That's not respect. That's a whole different conversation. So these people that are talking about You'll respect me if I respect you or disrespect will be met with the same energy. Bullshit. If you want this society to move, you will figure out what your role is. You will follow the etiquette and get her done. Understand that. That respect has comes from two different things. And, and, and if you doubt me, and I don't have a Webster's Dictionary sitting right here in front of me. I don't need it for this word. Every word in the dictionary, almost every word, a lot of words, okay, let's just say that. Let, let, let's be accurate. Has has these different little things in front of them called a P, an N, a V, a pronoun, a verb, a noun, an adjective, an adverb. You can't just take one of those meanings and apply it and say, well, this guy disrespected me. Did he disrespect you? Did he follow the rules of etiquette? Did he follow the social law that was laid down? Yeah, he did. Okay, now, all right, you didn't want to go above and beyond either. So it's not a respect. Get over yourself. Everybody get over themselves. Supervisor, get over yourself. Your people are not working overtime, are not volunteering for overtime. Got nothing to do with respect. Your kids aren't talking to you the way you want them to, well, go back and revisit the rules. Are they doing the minimum? I see a lot of parents out there doing that. My kids aren't respecting me. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're just not happily doing it, and they're not making you feel like the king and the queen, are they? Okay. It's not respect. That's different laws, social laws, etiquette laws, and like that. If you tell your kid, 
to make his bed, he makes his bed. Now he's not supposed to do it by throwing stuff around with an attitude, but I don't mean he does it with a smile. Just because he's not smiling don't mean he's disrespecting you. All right. So that's just my little rant for tonight. And and like I said, we're going to go on to some other some other meanings like, ad, you know, we're going to develop, we're going to expand on things like admiration, loyalty, things like that, that are really actually starting to piss me off because you Gen Xers, I'm a Gen Xer. I was born, dude, I'm right in the heart of Gen X. I was born in 1970 to a baby boomer, the daughter of the greatest generation. So there's no doubt you, whatever labels you put on it, but I'm going to call you out. And Gen X, standby for standby, because we, we need kind of need to think about some of this, all right? All right, I love y'all. Stay cool. And I really, really do look forward to talking with y'all here in the near future. All right, later. Later.